0: Good morning, everyone. Whens our first reading from the prophet Malachi. He sees a vision, and he's talking about the Messiah that would come and everything that he would do. And the way it's presented to us, and I believe the way the prophet understood it, he said, who's going to be able to, who's going to, be able to handle that day? Who's going to be able to stand in that day? Well, apparently... Simeon and Anna, (laughs) according to the gospel. You see, it looked like it was going to be a day of trembling and despair. But in fact, it was a day of great joy. The Lord does come. And it's a baby. And Simeon holds the baby. The last night I joked and I said, tickle, 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 tickle. (laughs) To make the baby laugh. (laughs) So was Malachi wrong? Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, just the way we understood his words. If you go back and read it, you probably thought, ooh, that's going to be, ooh, that's not going to be a good day for people. But in fact, it was. And that fire that he talked about that's going to be refined, that's the fire of love that the Lord would bring. And we would be refined in that love. You know how people, are when they fall in love, it's like they're 18 again. You, know, you get young and happy. And that's the way we should have understood uh, Malachi. A second reading tells why it is that Jesus had to become flesh and blood. Not pretend. He didn't masquerade as a human. He was human. And everything that humans feel, he felt. And that's what St. Paul is getting at in the second reading. And we have our gospel. And uh, my friends, today we celebrate the feast of the presentation of the Lord. It used to be known as the Feast of the Encounter, but uh, even, uh, even more famous was Candle Mass, and Candle Mass uh, occurs 40 days after Christmas, and it would kind of look like the Easter Vigil. People would come in with candles, and the church would be dark. Um, it has fallen kind of out of use, except for in Rome and in basilicas, and a major cathedrals throughout the world will still do this. Uh, my friend said, uh, uh, "the the name, uh, the presentation of a Lord. You know, it, it's definitely that. But the feast is more than just Jesus being brought into the temple to comply with the law of Moses. Um, it is about Jesus coming into our world as fulfillment, and as hope, and as truth. When Jesus is carried into the temple by Mary and Joseph, and the elder Simeon saw the baby." something within him lit up. We were told the Holy Spirit was upon Simeon so that he would understand. And he embraces the child. He takes the child into his arms and says a prayer. And that prayer um, is used every night for those who pray the breviary or the liturgy of the hours or the universal prayer of the church as we call it. And it's called the canonical Simeon. Lord, now let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which we have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal to the nations, all of them, and to be the glory of your people, Israel. And Simeon represents the Old Testament holy ones who were awaiting the Messiah. And uh, Simeon's words echo that of Abraham and Jacob and Moses and Isaiah and Ezekiel and Malachi. In Jesus, the work of the Old Testament is fulfilled. It is finished, as Jesus will say on the cross. It is finished, Father. All the revelations, all the laws, all the rituals that kept Israel going have now passed literally through Jesus. He fulfills and completes everything that they represented and that's why he says, then those sacrifices of old will be beautiful before God because the one sacrifice will change it and make it worthy of that. Jesus will be the new Israel, and he is the true glory of Israel. My friends, and I caution most of us don't do that, but there are some Christians uh, that discard the Old Testament and say it's unnecessary to have it. And that is a serious mistake, because the Old Testament has everything of God's promises, everything that he did, but everything he was going to do, and all that references the Messiah, which is Jesus Christ. And they record for all of humanity events that point to the redemption that will happen in Jesus the Christ, and we should never understand Old Testament is just a catalog of the drama of Israel over all the years, uh, but about the very story of every person who would seek salvation. Huh? This feast of the presentation of the Lord is not only a moment of fulfillment, but as I said, a moment of hope. Jesus is the glory of Israel, and he is a light to all the world. He is light for every generation and for every culture. That would come. He is the way to the Father, as he has told us, the way to a fulfilled life in God. Jesus embodies the hope of eternal life embedded in every human being that was given to us uh, before the fall. Jesus embodies the hope of forgiveness, of new life, of love, of mercy, of compassion, of joy, of laughter and eternal life for all peoples. And thus, indeed, he is light for the world. And the presentation of the Lord also shows us the embodiment of truth. And uh, Jesus shows us the truth of the Father, about the Father. But Jesus shows us the truth of what we are and what we can be. Remember, Jesus is the perfect human person. So he shows us what we're meant to be and what we can be. And it is through the great teachings of Jesus found in the Beatitudes and his parables, they all speak so clearly, but most of all, it was the very conduct and the very events of Jesus that exemplify for all of us what we should be. In his light, we see the truth about ourselves. By comparing ourselves not to others, that's a losing battle. People do it all the time. I hear it all the time in the confessional. And I hear it all the time when people make appointments with me. Stop it. Stop comparing yourselves to other people. You will always lose. Instead, compare yourselves to Christ. When we do this, we can see how far our love, our confidence, our fidelity, our compassion, and our charity have yet to go. Get busy. (laughs) The Lord shows us what we can be with His grace. My folks, uh, the, the reading from the gospel, many people were going to the temple that day on the presentation of the Lord and noticed just a baby. Some family with a baby. Simeon saw something different. Simeon alone embraced the child and saw him as the fulfillment, the hope and the faith and everything of the Old Testament. God's promise. That's why he says to God, now I can die because you have fulfilled your word and I've seen it. And lots of folks come to church nowadays also and they give a glance to Christ and then they continue on with their lives unchanged. I'm sad, sad. because if we uh, embrace Christ more fully as he comes to us in the word and in sacrament, with the eyes of faith, we see him as our fulfillment, as our hope and our joy and our truth. We will encounter Christ as did the two elders in the temple that day, Simeon and Anna. In the grace of encountering him, uh, their lives were transformed, utterly transformed, Anna, the prophetess of the Lord God, in her transformation, she went and she prophesied, what we call prophesied. She went, what we call today, testified to everyone and anyone that would listen to her. Hey, you, come here. I got to tell you something. Hey, you, come here. I got to tell you something. <laughs> you can just see her. I-, I seen the Messiah. You know how people are, uh uh-huh, mm-hmm, sure you did. Sure you did, old woman. <laughs> but she had that joy about her. My friends, each one of us who are baptized are called to do the same. Now, I don't know if you're going to grab someone by the shoulder at Costco. Hey, do you have a personal relation with Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior? No? Well, come on down to St. Nicholas and get you one. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful how you do it because you want to scare people away. Uh-huh. Simeon, in his transformation saw in Jesus God's fidelity to his word, fulfillment, hope, truth. And he had waited so long for it. And he received great consolation and peace. Something that each of us are supposed to have also. Great consolation and peace. We are to experience that in word and sacrament. My friends, my professor said something that I remember and I wrote it down so I would never forget it because he said, each of us can do something with God's grace and the power of the Holy Spirit that Simeon and Anna could not do in their time. That was to actually follow Jesus Christ. He was a baby. They would die before he would grow up. But we can actually follow him. You can follow him with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. May our Lord's grace and the power of the Holy Spirit make your lives beautiful and holy and a pleasing offering to God, the Heavenly Father. Amen.